This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. I thought some time alone was what we really needed. You said this time would hurt more than it helps, but I couldn't see that. I thought it was the end of a beautiful story. And so I left the one I loved at home to be alone, alone. And I tried to find out if this one thing is true, that I'm nothing without you. I know better now, and I've had a change of heart. I'd rather have bad times with you than good times with someone else. I'd rather be beside you in a storm than safe and warm by myself. I'd rather have hard times together than do have it easy apart. I'd rather have the one who holds my part. Welcome to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for coming back around the bend with me. I I am very excited. So y'all, I keep telling y'all my DMs are open, right? I am very true to my word. So let's just say this. If you are a um, fetching young man, do not slide into my DMs if you are not below the fold. I don't have time for that. I am grown. However, if you are a fetching young, you're a fetching lady and you're funny, please slide into my DMs because this is exactly what happened. So my guest today, she slid in my DMs and I was like, oh, I was having a low point and I was like, oh my God, yes, please. I don't get many requests in my, in, in my DMs or via email. So that's the thing. This is the second person. I can be very transparent. The first is Samaj. <laughs> Y'all know, and Samaj's list and go, oh, what? The second is my guest, Miss Kendra Crump, who literally, she got time for y'all. She got a red light special. 
She hate them whiters like I do. I love it. I love it. Mm. Welcome to the show, Kendra Crump. Kendra, how are you today? I, I was I was trying to song that you were singing. I was like, what the hell is she singing? Right? Because because there's been a song that's been stuck in my head. You know. Oh. You you ready to hear it? Yes. Yes. Hey, Shy, Shy, Shotty, what your name is? Hey, what your name is? Hey, what your name is? Shotty, 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 what your sign? Hey, your, your, your sign. Yeah, well, I was watching Nelly Bill that came out. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. I forgot about that song, right? Because I was born during like the really last good year of Freak Nick, or maybe a couple of years after that. We may never know. Mm. But I was born during the 90s. I'm a, I'm a 90s kid, but I, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I have a young old soul. So you would think I'm in my 30s, but I'm still in my 20s, which I'm, I'm pushing 30. <laughs> Come on, old soul. Come on, this old is, This soul. is horrible because I'm like, bro, I'm going to be 30 soon and nobody has shot up my club yet. Back to the <laughs> story so i was watching the bt awards and you know they had had given nelly um the hip-hop humanitarian award and they're on what BT, you know, oh they sorry, did this sorry, year they sorry. presented to, uh, to him okay. and they uh, a few years ago he performed at the bt awards and you know i'm I, i'm a youtube head so i'm a subscribe mm. it's amazing to me how bet networks on youtube is so much more not that's that is so wrong i i love english i was gonna say more better that is not a word it is a let me start over it is amazing on on uh, youtube bt networks is a lot more efficient it's a lot more uh you want it it brings you back to the old school days before bob johnson decided to be a coon yeah i called you out bob johnson and decided to sign you over to viacom okay this is why we got crappy stuff back to the story so nelly apparently had performed uh at the bt hip-hop awards many years ago and that mm-hmm. song what your name is had first came out so oh shoot i forgot about this song and i'm telling you this song has been stuck in my head for a couple weeks oh, now wow. and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i was supposed to actually perform for like you know i'm a part of the rhythmless nation which is why i never decided to be a stripper at magic girl. city you know, because I got two left feet. I was going to be the first stripper in history bringing home pocket change. You would have thought I was working for a nonprofit organization. But back to the story. So I uh, am going to perform a dance to this song next week. Y'all be out or whenever this episode comes out, I'm going to dance to it. It'll be posted on a Monday. And yeah, good luck. Just laughing at me. But back to the story. Yes, uh, Cordell Haynes Jr. Since I've been shouting you out, you need to respond back to my DM. You are on the market now, sir, because I wasn't messing with you was with that other that high yellow woman miss jackson i like you pretty but you know he's mine uh so back to the story we together i'm gonna we're gonna be in a poly relationship with me you and rapper the game jc on terrell taylor we're gonna be oh. in the rich house oh okay, he definitely is below that. the fold child you know i, I don't mm. even know what that means but like like i said oh, I the, oh i'm sorry that means the the the, the dick is heavy and it looks yes it mm. is yes it is it's like the centerfold he below the fold shout out to um my girl charmaine that's coming from her it's like oh yeah it's below the fold it's all coming back to watchmen and let me tell you something i just really just want some hair from these guys that's it not the same time though or have you ever had had two people give you head at the same time no oh i guess i gotta put it on my list but no i have not Okay, I want to make sure because I'm like, like, there's some things I don't. You better really come on here, like with your strong ass freak number. I'm intrigued. <laughs> like, I like. Have you ever thought about doing double penetration? I have. I don't want to do that. I just I can't because I feel like my booty. I, I, if my booty hole gets too loose, right? I'm yeah, gonna stray you away. Got, from that's anal. something you got to prepare for. I'm like, I'm you do, and I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to feel random air. I don't want to feel random air through my butthole, and I don't want to do do fast as, as hell. So no, I'm okay <laughs> with that. 
Kendra Crump, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? <laughs> they like, people were like, what the fuck did I just turn on? It's only been 10 minutes into the show. What the hell are y'all talking about? I mean, look, she brings it out. I don't know what to tell you, but you said you had a rant on your spirit. Yeah, okay, so it's a quick little rant. Um, This mm. rant is about all you unprofessional podcasters because it's just you popping like that you don't have you got thirty thousand listeners (laughs) and you got like a lot of different podcasters who listen to you and they're gonna want to work with me at some point because i'm just fly like so they're funny i I know at least three that i'm thinking of like you should have her because she's funny yeah we'll we'll, we'll talk after this is over and i'll uh you know uh go to them or so but i had this podcast and that there are some people out there who have different ways of reminding you that Mm -hmm. you have a podcast like with calendar link or some type of link right some Mm -hmm. people have the reminder link it sends you text messages to your phone because they known in the past people for whatever reason will forget i've had podcasters we will speak five minutes before the Mm -hmm. podcast and they still don't show up to their own podcast so i don't understand how that happens but what happened was i was um running behind and i sent one of the podcasters i was supposed to have a, a podcast with earlier today at four o'clock i said hey can we do at 4 30 um i sent her an, a message like two hours before and she said to me oh well thank you for letting me know because like i said she sent me a reminder message uh last night and this morning and she said i said she's like thank you for letting me know but um really i really need to go ahead and reschedule anyway can we like do it like in a week and sis you knew you had to reschedule before i did like, why are you, why, oh why is it that you sent out this message? I just said 30 minutes. Really, I could have been like 15 minutes, but why would you actually send out this message knowing I, I sent you a message first? Oh, well, yeah, I was, I had to reschedule anyway. So can we like do it like in about a week and a half? Go back on my calendar link and let me know. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Oh, and let me tell you nice. what happened last, let me tell you what happened last week. Oh. I was supposed to do a, I was supposed to do another podcast at 4 p.m. right but I let him know well, hey yeah, okay 4 p.m. does not seem like to be your magic hour <laughs> it's like 4 p.m. no 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 it's the second story in a row 4 p.m. it's like okay, it is, so maybe it, uh, within, no more 4 p.m. within four days child within four days y'all four days so this person this other person she tells me um i said to her hey i know we like um because i had it in my calendar i put everything in my calendar you know and so i said to her hey uh just let you know i'm gonna probably be running about 15 20 minutes behind i let her i called her and everything else and she has said oh well I'm glad you uh you called me uh because like my daughter you know is out of town and something about her daughter is out of town and she's on vacation she's jealous and she wants to see about rescheduling a week from now I said oh really when'd you go daughter go out of town oh, she went yesterday so you knew your daughter went yesterday and you had a whole 24 hours and you were trying to wait till I, I just it's like it's 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 I'm gonna tell you guys this as well I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you even though I am you know comedian and um i make you know i laugh at a lot of different things and stuff like that the other day i was really ready to throw in the towel and say i'm done with doing podcasts like going after the pod the reason being was it was because it was three people within the same night after i got off work one person i kind of figured with him he was gonna be full of crap but i gave him a chance Mm -hmm. the second person they literally i sent them a message like 15 minutes prior said hey i haven't received a link yet and they were no call no show on my podcast and then i said okay maybe tomorrow i'll be better but they said oh yeah we got i got a family emergency so i'll have to reschedule they ain't no rescheduling me you knew that you had a family emergency beforehand and the last person 
They, <laughs> you knew there was an emergency. I mean, but people are like, well, Kendra, no, 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 no. I have this, this last podcaster. Mm-hmm. He, the day we were supposed to do a podcast a couple of weeks ago and he hit me the day of and said, Hey, just to let you know, my friend had died. I wanted you to want to know in the morning before anything else happened, we're going to have to reschedule. I said, okay, cool. What I was going to do was wait to give him to like January to let some time pass by and then say something about a podcast. And then, but he hit me up a week later and he's like, Hey, can we do a podcast? Like in a few days, I'm like, Oh wow. You, you got over morning quick. You're more mm-hmm. okay. Morning morning. I'm like, was this really your friend? Okay. <laughs> it's like, I am in morning today at 4 PM. Yeah. Yeah. Is this an- Wait a minute. Is this another 4 PM? No, no, no. It was not another 4 PM. This was after okay. I got off work. I, okay. I worked, you okay. know, no, no, See, now but- I'm trying to figure this out. I'm like, I don't know. No, that this was, like- this was, this was supposed to be like at 10 o'clock at night. Right. And oh. so I said, he said, okay, how he sent me a text that day. He said, Hey, can we do a, a podcast tonight? It'll, I'll be running late, um, about probably an hour, 30 mm-hmm. minutes late. I said, okay, cool. He calls me two hours before and says, Hey, we can probably start within, uh, 30 minutes. 30 mm-hmm. minutes go comes by and quick. I said, okay, I'm sitting here waiting. I'm in the car singing and playing that. What's your name is song? Cause just to calm mm-hmm. my nerves. No, what okay. The, what your name is. Song. Yeah. Just, just, just to calm my nerves. Okay. I just, I'm playing a song and, and it's like 10 45, 45 minutes later. And I'm sitting here getting sleepy in my car. Now mind you, I live in the hood where the policemen will like sometimes take the flashlight and go individually in different cars. So I didn't want them to do that to me. And so we finally did it. And he's like, we're going to get you in and out. In and out was like an hour later. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. sending him text, sir. I am sleepy. I'm tired. Okay. I don't have time for this, you know. But now, like I said, you know, the thing is, I appreciate you as a person who Aww. is on the uh very you're at the point where you are amazing in your sense of communication, you know, and you'll get back with me and stuff like that, except with the random public questions. I guess they got too deep for you, but it's okay. We're here. Forget the random <laughs> public questions, okay. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll just talk to her when I talk to her. Like, we'll talk about, yeah. we'll talk on a podcast. Right? <laughs> no, and you know what? I just, oof. That, mm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I heavy sigh because sometimes I weigh my words. This is my podcast and I'm still like, let me weigh my words a little bit. So. You're not um, a texter. You like, you like in-person vibes. I am phone a, phone calls, right? I am a, I, that's the thing. I am a child. I'm a messenger, but it's kind of like, with texting i don't know what it is it's like i can't i don't know it's because i'm 40 i think it's because i'm old i am i'm sorry no baby i'm not old i'm seasoned i taste good and so i'm fully seasoned at this point sis you know women let me say this uh shout out to all the women who claim that you know uh you know i i I taste great you know i I am what i taste sis musty is not a flavor okay so you gotta be careful please (laughs) know Put some fruit in your damn diet. Drink some cold water. Stop drinking, girl. It's like, I'm sorry. It, it, everything washes out. Um, fellas, that is to y'all too. Please do not just sit around drinking protein powder. Ew. Ew. It tastes gross. Don't ask me how I know that. No, no, because honey, well, you're 40. You've been around the block yeah, and back. I'm just saying. You've it's had like, some experience. <laughs> look, I don't want to have the story about funky taste and spunk. That is for sex in the city. No, you know be, what? And that's fix, why. That should be fiction. That's why I, I'm at the point now where I, I have to be like 
bosom buddies with a guy before I allow his kiss to come out and, and on my face and in my mouth because yeah. and I'm I, sorry, y'all, please know if you want to put your if you want to like shoot at the wall, please let her know that. Ask her. Some women have no problem with that, but if you literally nut in her eye, she might punch you. Yeah, they, like, I, I had this. There's a discussion guy. that needs to happen. Yeah, but that's the thing. Can we get like, to my hair? It's like, okay, <laughs> let me just go find something to do with this. But you shoot it in my face like I am Tiana Trump, and we ain't had that discussion. We gonna have an issue. Oh, speaking of Tiana Trump, I had somebody reach out to her about doing an interview, right? Did, did oh my God, so. are you serious? No, this is serious. He, he reached out to her about trying to do an interview with her, mm-hmm. and she tried to charge him... 3500 for the interview mm. he says he's like ma'am i'm not trying to have relations with you this is an interview and he she says oh give me 1500 he's like just forget it see and that's why am i not surprised why well, i it's I'm an not, interview though interview should I'm be not free. surprised because and it should be because you're thinking of podcaster terms because a lot of us it's like when you're a podcaster you're like it's just like a few times, but if you're somebody who literally used to have back when Snapchat was like a real big thing, had a premium step and you've had to go through three different Snapchats because people kept reporting your shit and you, I think she's now on the OnlyFans and she does, the, she has the sex on camera. I feel like she is in a different mentality. She is in a time is money mentality, which but, I mean, is but here's super my weird. Why would, why is it that here's my question, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you even need to go to OnlyFans? Why not just go and what, how, how's the porn co- industry not paying you what you need to be paid for? What's the point of doing OnlyFans? Um, so, I mean, we could do those, we could do the intersections, but I mean, she is honestly, she doesn't, we can talk about how, you know, black women are paid or lack thereof of being paid. But honestly, why? Why would we do that? Because um, apparently she now lives in Baltimore, Maryland, which is very, very interesting. But OK, so I feel like how, she's trying how to. She live, how you know she live in Baltimore? You been in her house? Um, I, <laughs> um, I have not, but I do follow her on the Twitter. And you know how they put like where you um live it says mm-hmm. baltimore maryland and i'm like oh sweet christmas don't don't tell them kids from morgan because um this is a, maybe a, two or three it had to be before the it's pre pre pepperoni pizza where she was literally i think allegedly she had she gave head to some dude from morgan like she was in his room allegedly i don't know how true this is but then people are like what true. the hell you mean she in the city i'm like girl girl what <laughs> it's like y'all i just hmm. you know i i don't i'm trying to so, follow along i'm trying to get I have so many questions the thing is i'm like let me tell you something Be, it is really a job you guys i'm not even gonna try to hold y'all it really is a job and this is her job i am not gonna go oh my god that's crazy so i will say um <clears throat> her her only fans is 35 dollars a month for for y'all that want to do it that like want to help her is that even that but that is hold on but that's what i'm saying she's shortchanging herself the porn industry will pay her more than 35 dollars a month i think it's also because she started pretty young but yeah i i am with you i feel like she should be doing it but i also think she is still doing it but of course you know for the pandemic people probably weren't doing a lot of scenes in person so you know I what a lot I of people asked, you know what they had this pandemic quarantine porn where people have masks on and having sex with their mask on 
That doesn't even sound after. Okay. All right. It was, I was like, bro, this is stupid. That's dumb. Let me ask, let like, me ask, let me ask, excuse something. Do you, I had this guy the other day, mm-hmm. like this is, you, you know how random men will just slide in your DMs and say that they want to have relations with you and not even know your first or last name. Um, <laughs> and I, and I had this guy. Mm-hmm who basically told me he said i want to f the s out of you and i want to you know do you do have you thought about doing porn i said i always and i responded back to him by saying you know i find it funny how so many men on here will say stuff like that to me but you don't care to get a chance to get to know who you're trying to potentially do something with i said then y'all have the audacity to try to send me your penis pictures like come on now don't don't you don't you have a little bit more self-respect than yourself and he just put like shrugging emoji and i'm like hmm and then he mentioned something like can i get your number i said you can just call me through here he's like well i was gonna try to send you some pictures did you not just read what i said above you know but it's like you know for me personally right for me personally i mean Mm -hmm. his his teeth look like they were throwing up gang sign because at first months ago he said do you live in jacksonville and i'm like you lost me at his teeth for throwing up gangs yeah I'm, i stopped listening to your story because i'm over here screaming <laughs> i was like ah! i was like but then i then i'm literally thinking of signs i'm like how would that look like teeth oh my god i know oh, oh, i got i got a, i got a sign oh, joke for you Lord. i got i got i got i got a sign i got a sign joke for you uh deaf women masturbate with one hand and moan with the other bye girl if you ever have sex with a deaf woman it's gonna sound you sound like you're beating a baby too goodbye so good night <laughs> so we'll call you back bet you, you know what i'm telling let me tell you something i don't care your intersections i want every person who identifies as a woman or anybody non-man i wish that you have the i don't care how it needs to happen I hope you get every orgasm that you want because you deserve it. Because my God, I've never had one. You know what? I've never Adam. like my like my throat is is not a virgin, but my cat is. But like, can't you get an orgasm? <laughs> I'm out. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. I had fun. <laughs> my throat. You might not. I don't know how long you were trying to record for, but I don't know if you might not. We could. You might not make it through the full hour. I don't know how long you're trying to record for, but well, you uh, might not make. Well, it. Well, you know, we gonna make it because you a mess. Because you are a mess. But no, like, I mean, I so like, this, I got a question. Hold on, yep. I, got, I gotta wait. Let me let me put my hold on. Let me put my. Uh, got I'm raising my hand. Okay, so I got a question. <laughs> Y'all, she really did put the little. If you're on Zoom, you can do like emojis. Why did this heifer really do? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kendra in the front. I'm lowering my hand now. Okay, so my question is because you are a lot more sexually experienced than I am. I'm not calling you a good times girl, just you had good times. But here's my question Mm -hmm. Can you get an orgasm from head or do you have to have actual sex? <laughs> I like how my prog- pause was very pregnant. So, yes, and yes. So here's the deal. Um, there are d- different types of orgasms. I can't believe I'm being this transparent. So I've had better orgasms from head than I've had with sex, and that is partly because. 
men really, some men just don't know how to fuck or they don't know they don't. how to warm up an <laughs> oven. So let me just say this. They don't. That's like you try to cook your pizza with your, your pizza you just got out of the freezer. You cannot just put it in the cold oven and say, oh, look, it's cooking in 10 minutes. Well, you got to add in the time it takes to warm up the oven. But there's some dudes who are like, I'm warm mm-hmm. up the oven, you warm, and now I'm going to set it to broil. So that's how that works. Some men can do that. Others like, look, I'm just put this cold pizza in the oven and, you know, hope for the best. It's like, girl, what? So here's the thing. I've gotten to this age. So, but, but here's my, but here's my question. Okay. I'm raising my, I'm raising I my hand again. I bet she's raising her hand again. Girl, you're the only person in this room. What are we doing? <laughs> okay. Cause I just, I don't want to just, just cut off, but no, no here's my, I cut you off, but here's my question though. Mm-hmm. Have you ever told a man the honest truth that he wasn't good, and or have has it been oh, like? I, you oh, guys... I was literally about to tell you that story because I have. Okay, so how did he take? So it? tell me. Let, tell me, let me tap on the mic. Hi there, um, <laughs> fellas. <clears throat> if you have to ask her if she came, you know, good and hell well she did not. <laughs> so he's like, Do you, "Does this feel good?" No. Did you come? No. He's like, "Really? Yes." <laughs> You can like literally. Um, it wasn't bad enough for me to tell him to stop. He stopped on his own because I was like, "No, I didn't come." Now, were you, was it in the dark or were you was? And the reason I asked, oh no, was it in oh the no, dark? It, see, that's the thing. I don't see that whole dark thing is like super weird. I'm a big girl. The reason I asked is because you can make you can make faces at him in the dark if you can't mm-hmm. see it if it's bad. Yeah. So we actually, it wasn't a dark room. I have said it in a dark room, but it wasn't in a dark room. But yeah again if you have to ask you know good and hell she did and i'm someone i got got a story um so i will tell y'all this hey ladies do not fake it because that's just really hurting yourself because he'll still do that whack ass three pumps in a chump that whack ass um hunk of chunk of engine that one that that engine that's missing the catalytic converter he'll keep doing it because you ain't telling them it's bad so please be honest and the bad part about it is is that hey hi this is my third fourth mic tap fellas your penis is not plug and play sometimes you need different drivers to get the thing going okay go ahead and start your story Mm, explain what that means so the thing about some dudes are like, I can do the same thing to get this woman off that the other woman. It's like, yeah, this but... guy. Can I say names? Don't say names. Don't say names, girl. Not not because they listening, but it's more. It's like, girl, no. Oh. Don't say names, or you give them different names. Um, man, call him I, Billy. I just... <laughs> Wait, oh, is his goodness. name Billy? Mm-mm. His <laughs> it starts with an S. Um. Oh, so this... Tom. Let's call him Tom okay all right tom hopefully i don't slip out and say the real name but i said it on my podcast i say names on my podcast but this guy named tom we work together he mm-hmm. he was older guy and then be mm-hmm. the older men don't be knowing what they're doing either man like, like, oh. oh my gosh mm. ain't that sad you've been just, a three pump chump since you were 21 or he, younger he basically he was like he he would come to me and he'd be like like because like again we we he we didn't work together but he would be around the area from where i worked so we would oh, see each other okay. like a couple times out the week right mm-hmm. we would just have you know conversation with each other 
Um, and then he just won like some like months go by. And then um, we he mentioned something about when you gonna allow me to play with those titties. And I'm like, go away. Wait, wait, time out, time out, stop. This is your coworker, not a coworker. That's like, no. okay, I this, this this is a different branch of a job that I work. Oh, okay, at. y'all didn't work together, with. but y'all were the same. Job. Yeah, location. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was about to say, I was like, I'm sorry, my daytime was about to kick in. Go, keep going. Now I have messed around my coworkers. Pretty much every job I've had, I've messed around my coworkers, except one, um, and I'm not proud of it. And my last one encounter was a 50 year old guy at my job, and the head was freaking trash. It was that was back in that June. That's such a shame. She's no okay. He's continue old. He didn't story. know what he was doing. Oh Lord, continue with the story. But he he was my screen. sugar dad, so he paid me, but it wasn't enough to like make me want to come back. <sighs> But he's got seven kids, so that makes sense. But then again, that's not. Please don't come back. Oh my God. No, 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 no. no. So with that, with that being said, with that being said, Mm -hmm. um, he basically, uh, Tom had mentioned something about playing with my titties, giving me head. And then Mm -hmm. I said, okay. What I have to do, what I like doing is I like going, I like to know exactly who I'm dealing with. Um, you know, get to know you extensively. Now, back in the day, there were some people I would just, you know, after a few days of mm-hmm. conversation, I mm-hmm. was already sitting on their face later in the week. Oh, now, okay. Yeah, that I'm wasn't kind of carrying on. That wasn't smart because they probably had a girlfriend. They had a girl. I found out they had a girlfriend. Mm. Day day seven. Back to the stuff. <laughs> ma'am what how did we get here i'm sorry keep going so so what happened was we end up and this is i don't like doing hotels i don't like hotels unless like i just don't like hotels because i'm like bro hotels y'all be judging like you need to be, hotels feel like you need to pay me but you know or yeah, that just, yo, you don't have your own home that's yeah i just i feel like with the hotels number one those those people are judging i just don't like the judgingness them looking yeah, at me i'm sorry we're black women if you taking us to a hotel they're like oh so you're you charge by the hour bitch what i just i don't like that i just feel like we we better off say it makes you feel weird. being at the house yeah you know your house not that. mine no i'll come <laughs> to your house i don't want your spirit at my house so no with spirit. that being, <laughs> with that being said i remember we're sitting here talking and it's like i'm getting sleepy because i'm like bro time is wasting can we please hurry this stuff it's like 20 minutes till he's talking i'm like i did come here for we could have had a conversation on the phone okay Ooh. and at first it starts off good the first six mm. minutes it starts off fine and then by minute number eight it just my clip went numb and i think it's because he smoked cigarettes as well i feel like it's it's because of that and i will tell you he didn't he he licked he licked my he licked my butt and he's like you ever had that happen before like he wanted to be the first i'm like yes i have it didn't feel good okay the head was whack it took way too long for him to make me come. He snores extremely loud, like extremely loud. I came home to my cat and my cat I gave her the look of shame. I'm like, Tony, that's her name. I said, Tony. Wait a minute. Did she give she did she give you the rag? You raggedy bitch. I I felt like she did. I felt I felt like she literally just was like. You you walking back in and all wee hours are like what's wrong with you? She that's how she looked at me. I slept for a couple hours and I went to work, but it was not none of it was good. He didn't know how to suck a titty right. He didn't know how to do nothing. And he asked me. He literally said, "Hey, so how'd I do?" 
and I'm like, since you asked, I sent him a two minute audio message explaining to him. I said, listen, stop talking, stop hyping up your head games, any form of your sex game. If you're not going to be good. Okay. I told him this, I said, or just in period, do not hype it up because you out here say, oh, I'm a good licker. I've been, been licking good people. Good for the last 20 years, all this type of stuff. Like you're not good, sir at all. All right. You don't know what you're doing. I let him know that I said, I just really was not you know, impressed. And he said, I was very offended, but I thank you for your honesty. No problem. Okay. Moving on forward. He sends me a message a few months after that. He says, I want to redeem myself. I said, redeem yourself doing what? He says, you know what? Winky face. And I said to him, and I said to him, sir, absolutely not. Okay. You you need, you need to redeem yourself. Try to go get a car. Why don't you redeem that? Okay. Redeem yourself. Try to move your grandma out your house. Why is your grandmother still living in your house? Okay. Redeem yourself with that. Okay. Like you don't, you don't know what you're doing. Okay. So, so I said, the problem that I have as well is that you guys want to sit here and, and, and hump on some woman, but you don't even want to pay. Give us some money. Make a, you know, my my rates are $300. If you trying to give me some head, that's it. Oh, okay. That's why I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm flexible, but I'm like getting to the point where I'm going to try to lick my own cooter because I don't, I don't need no man for nothing. I'm just saying I don't. So it's a me. So I don't know if you've seen this new toy. It looks like a rose petal. Men literally were in their feelings and said, fellas, they're going to like replace us. I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe y'all going to replace us. You know, if I, if you're easily replaced mm-hmm. in the boudoir, then you might want to step your tongue game up. You might want to, you might want to get, they, never... so I don't know if you remember the city paper, but I think it went defunct, which city paper was like the best thing ever here in Baltimore. And they had a lot of different sex shops that advertised classes. And I'm like, they got really. Way I've never, yes, I know, I've never had, heard of City Paper. They had yeah, so City Paper it was like a free paper, and they had a lot of great stuff in it. They had a right, lot of great um, columns. Sa- Dance Savage Love before Dan Savage became well, oof, Chile. Um, he had a column in there. It was extremely funny. And then Dan mm-hmm. Savage Savage the fuck out. Which girl? What? Um, so. They, it was like, and they advertised the stuff that was here local in the city. And one of them was a, like a lot of sex shops. And I think they still do. I just don't, they may just advertise online because I haven't gone to go look for it, y'all. I, I just haven't. I should. Um, they used to advertise the classes that they had. And they had different classes. They had intimacy classes. They had, you know, old sex classes. They had a lot of classes that are help people who are lacking in this department. And I'm like, you know, and I think they were reasonably priced. I can't remember the prices, but it's kind of like, y'all, they're actual experts that will teach you how to do, do they, it. Wait, do they actually use a person as well? I don't know if they did. So that's part I don't know. I don't know if they use the person. Well, I, they need like use. Demonst- I need to be used. Let me, oh, let me sign up for that class. Wait, hold on. Do you need a body? Because I will... I will make sure my wait. They, wait, they gotta pay. They gotta pay me money first. I think they'll do. I think they'll, they'll do it though. I feel like those people are professional and they run a business. Like here, well, you know what? And I told people. I told a couple people about like how much my prices are. They said, Kendra, mm-hmm. you know you're a little low with your prices because you got people out here who run businesses like that and they charge fifteen hundred dollars, over a thousand dollars for a person to give them head. You're setting the bar low. I'm like, well, you gotta realize what area I'm in. I'm like, these guys ain't got money like that. That's why I'm going for three hundred. You know what? All right, y'all. You know what, y'all? 
Because y'all going to hit Kendra's DMs in a minute. Um, they can, they, I mean, they can hit it if they want to, but they need to hit it with some money as well. Ooh. And on top of that, on top of that, I need to get to know you extensively. And one of the questions I'm going to ask first is, is somebody, are you in a relationship or does somebody think that they're in a relationship with you? Those are two totally different questions. They are, because it's not the same answer. If, because it's always funny because it's funny. I, let me take this necklace off because it's driving me nuts because I keep hitting the desk. So it's funny when, you know, you're on dating apps and guys say, are you single? And I'm like, if I was single, I wouldn't be on here. I mean, you don't know these days. I'm like, no, I was going to say that. That's what? actually true, man. That's like my <laughs> favorite. But my it's favorite. so funny. I always get it. But it's like, I don't find myself asking. Is it weird that I'm like, I'm not asking y'all that because guess what? This is only a conversation, but it's kind of like, especially when you watch it like oh i'm single but see that's the thing i don't talk to people who got like relationship status to say it's complicated or i don't know this is judgy to say but separated so if it says separated and i find you attractive i'm gonna ask you some questions separated meaning that you have filed legal separation or separated that me and her had a fight on friday mm-hmm I'm like, mm-hmm. that's two different things. And ooh, nope, look, I don't have time for no hobosexuals, okay? This is a hobosexual <laughs> free zone, mm-hmm. okay? And y'all, let me tell y'all something. We're going to get into the show, but before we do, I'm going to like literally yeah, we already scream. The show. They we are in the show. show, but we haven't gotten to any of our topics. So <gasps> ma'am changed her name to Mrs. Haynes Taylor. And I'm like, look, <laughs> I need this thruple to happen. I said, I... <laughs> like this this clown this clown i swear to goodness let me tell you something i'm just trying to be method man's weekend okay because i'm like say something else say something method man's been fine his entire life but you know his whole his he cheated he cheated on his wife with corinne stephens man i don't care i'm not trying to marry this man what are you trying to get from him what do you want literally just dick what if it's not good though I highly doubt it's not. How do you know that? I thought that I thought that because with Tom and the 50 year old geezer, I thought because they were older, they knew what they were doing. 50 year old geezer didn't even wipe me after. Let me tell you something. Neither one of them wiped me. As much as because I remember reading the majority of Corinne Stephens' first book. Okay. I am under this impression, and I will say this if this is a woman who fucks all the time, if he was bad, she would have said so. I, mean, I am look- intrigued. <laughs> But she, but okay. Well, there are some things that she left out. Um, yeah. You know, you oh, know. Let see, me say you this know, way. Wait, see now you try to like. See, I ain't saying nothing. No, no, about no, no, no. I mean, like about other people and stuff like that. Let me, let me say, let me say this as well. Let me say this as well. That's not even her real name. Like she said, oh, I know. She, she recently did an interview and she's like, like my my family's name is Overson. She says, if I tell you what my real first and last name is, I will go to the courthouse tomorrow and get a change. She said, and she was talking about like I, there were that interview she did like about a couple months ago. Uh, with Lala Milan from you know on on Instagram, she basically you know I said, bro, like this is live, and I wanted to talk to to uh, Elizabeth Overson, you know, but she says you can't find me, and I'm like, how did Lala find her? That's what I'm trying to figure out. See, that's the thing. It's kind of like I don't blame her. I really don't. So it's like if that's what she wants to do, I'm like I. But but, but here's my question: How did Lala find her? Because Lala's not going to respond to my DM. She's got three million followers. How did Lala find her if she can't be found on the internet? See, I don't even want to know, Joe. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it be. 
Okay. Well, let's go to I'm the not. topics because I know because I know we we didn't come here to talk about our sex capades and stuff. So that's the thing about like, me. Like, I'm taking, taking over. I'm taking over people's podcasts by accident. Now I'm no, sorry. I just like I know, that, let me tell you something. I know how to steer this ship right back. My list. Like, let's get out of the waters and let's get out of the. I'm just kidding. Um. So let's start low key, and we're gonna just do a few because I have so many thoughts about stuff that's in high key. Okay. So. I have to, so I know this person and I know she's going to go, what? I mean, you're low-key. You absolutely are. I like to start my show with something a little bit happy. At least I try to, something happy. We got an award, something. I'm like, I don't want to go into, because I just can't. But there is a new comic book shop in Third Ward in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And it has created a haven for creators and fans who are often overlooked in the, in the culture, and that is nerd culture. So if you are a person of a certain age or even a young age, older age, you know that in comic books, you don't always see yourself. And if you want to see people who look like you, you may have to do some digging. If you are in the third ward in Houston, Texas, or if you have a literally the internet, you may want to go to Gulf, Co- Gulf Coast, cosmos comic book store they just opened a brick and mortar store they were doing pop-ups they were online pop-ups and now they are brick and mortar and this she gonna get me when she hear this um is one of the founders or creators of this is one of my really good friends you may know her as the voice of militantly mixed blurred comics by furious she's also that is miss charmaine fury and her partner, Byron Kennedy, they started Gulf Coast Cosmos and people are just now getting traction. Homegirl is on the news, her and Byron are on the news because one, their comic book shop um, deals with representation um, of works starring or written by artists that are Black, Asian, Hispanic, and Native American and heritage, or one of all those four. Basically, comic books of color is their focus for their store. And you are seeing, and I love, if you follow them, um, it's GCC Comics. Those are the handles on the Instagram. You will see them doing stories and photos and you see older people and then you see kids going, oh my God, I see myself. And for a very long time, it's far and few between. So I've already said that I'm 40. Y'all know this bitch is 40, okay? So when it comes to comic book heroes of color, I didn't discover Black Panther until maybe five-ish years ago. Actually, no, longer. Let's see. Whenever Captain America's Civil War is. A lot of people knew about Black Panther because ta Coates was writing one of the books in I think the late 90s, early 2000s. Brandon and Old Man Wade will correct me and probably Rashani too. Um, anybody, and also Charmaine. So the ones that I knew was Green Lantern, because I watched the Justice League cartoon. Of course, Storm from the X-Men, Blade. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the comic book characters I knew was Black. That's like three. So it's like, if you really are looking, you can find it. And those are just Black characters. I'm sure it's like, if I keep, there are some people who probably knew who Shang-Chi was before the movie came out. But again, Mm -hmm. it was very much like a lot of people didn't know. 
So it's kind of like, that's with Marvel. They're digging in the crates for some things. Shang-Chi was one of them, which get it. Because Black Panther is somewhat of an older character that a lot of people just didn't know. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you have a store that is specializing on, we are bringing out the comic books to where y'all can see us. When you can actually see yourself in comic, that's the thing. When you can see yourself in media, it means something more to you. It always has. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, um, Valerie from just Josie and the Pussycats. Guys, that was also a comic. Josie and the Pussycats. I love that little cartoon. It's so freaking cute. Casey Kasem did that, okay? Casey Kasem was in everything. Whoever that is. I'm a... Nope, we're not going to educate on Casey Kasem. That will be after the mic. All right, so we're going to keep going. <laughs> You're like, whoever that is. Oh, I mean, you know, yeah, I can understand. I, I, I can understand. Um, so I'm very proud of Charmaine and Byron for opening the store. I'm glad that they were getting, they're getting the publicity. Because one, that starting this is a labor of love. And the fact that they're getting people going, oh my God, I can bring my kid here. Oh my God. Seeing kids light up on their Instagram story and in their post going, I see myself. That means a lot, especially in a culture where people think that black people don't care about nerd culture or comic cons or anything like that. I'm like, do you know how many black people actually cosplay? Even when they're told, Hey, why are you doing this? That is not a black character. I'm like, that's literally an alien. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. That's just how this goes. So I really wanted to highlight um, Charmaine and Byron. And I love the pictures they use because I'm just this, I'm just very, very proud of them because they met in business school. Um, and they, you know, so this is from the article that I found on K, KHOU, which is one of the um, stations in Houston where they got profiled because they were on the news. And I was like, girl, what? It's like, are you effing? Effing, effing, kidding me. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a quote from Byron. If you have been othered in our country, it hits different when you see yourself reflected on the cover of something that has been part of a pop cult, part of pop culture for generations. It feels very empowering and affirming to see yourself as the main character saving the day, saving the universe, and pushing the narrative, which is very, very true. Creating this space for anyone that's ever felt othered, that is incredible. So Gulf Coast Comics, I told them once they get the name, I said, I will sing y'all jingle. Okay. I'm on tap. So don't try to steal my job, y'all. I am singing the jingle for it. Um, Gulf Coast Comics also highlights female creators like artist Afua Richardson, who has been recognized by the industry for her work with Marvel and DC. She's most famous for her contributions to the Wonder Woman and Black Panther series, as well as Marvel Black Voices and Marvel Indigenous Voices. It's a true fact that a lot of our Black female artists and comic book readers don't get enough attention. They just don't, uh, Byron said. For us, this is an opportunity to say, hey, y'all need to check these sisters out. And Byron definitely recommends... um, Miss Richardson's latest project, Aquarius, the Book of Men. So this is how they met. Charmaine and Byron were both pursuing their masters in business when the seeds of what would later become Gulf Coast Cosmos were planted. They both loved comic books and dreamed of owning their own comic book store. 
After graduation, Kennedy applied for a small business entrepreneurship program at the Emancipation Economic Development Council, which supports aspiring and established business owners in Third Ward. As part of the entrepreneurship program application process, they asked you, what would you like your business to be? The first thing out of my mouth was a comic book store. We need a comic book store in Third Ward. We need that. Once the business was approved, the dynamic duo, affectionately known as the Wonder Twins, and they really are, set out to build Gulf Coast Cosmos in 2020 amidst an international health pandemic. Until late September, when the storefront opened, most of the operation was being handled online and through social media. But Kennedy said the situation opened a broader window for them to find customers far and wide, from Los Angeles to Philadelphia and Chicago to Miami. And also I'm one of them because I also have a thing to have two masks. I have their one of their magic mugs. I also have a shirt. I'm just saying, I, I just love it. Some of our first customers were not from Houston or even Texas. It was really interesting because when we turned our business model upside down, our reach expanded. This year, we've had to funnel that interest and scope into our local community to let them know this, this really huge thing that is going on on the internet is located right here in your neighborhood. It's not just superhero comic fans. The store also carries other fiction works, including children's books and various collectibles like posters and figurines. Kennedy said they would like to add more, ma more manga and, uh, and anime to its offerings as well. I cannot wait. The narrative mm -hmm. has always been there. We are just now having the opportunity at Gulf Coast Cosmos to expand the narrative, to take the cover off and say, hey, look, who's always been there, which is very true. Because the thing about it is when I think of like, like comic book geeks, I think of black people. It's like, even with it, like, they're called Trekkers and not Trekkies. I was like, oh, that's a new thing. I immediately think about black people. When it comes to Star Wars, I think about black people, not because it's like, I, it's my proximity. It's more of some of the most passionate fans of these kind of fandoms are black people. Mm -hmm. and even though we don't see ourselves in it it's like are you fucking kidding me do you know how seriously like i still remember a whole bunch of friends of mine loving the godfather and scarface do you see yourself in that no you like it we like enjoying entertainment and for very long we've had to go i'll never see myself in it but i got i, I need entertainment and now it's like no i want entertainment it looks like me and now you have people going you know what I do too, because I've had conversation with Charmaine. She was like, I've been looking for people who look like me, but you have to look, like actually dig in the crates and look. And now you have a place like Gulf Coast Cosmos who literally are like, hey, we'll do the digging for you. And to have it all, that that's just amazing. And I'm so proud of my friend. So it's twofold. One, because these people are dope. And I know them. And two, this is a very dope idea. And I absolutely love that they did this because I know you're probably, because it's like when we have ideas, people are like, oh, I don't think that's going to be lucrative. You would be surprised. You would be very, very surprised. That's how mm -hmm. Carol's daughter got out her kitchen. Because mm -hmm. she was in, she started that in her kitchen. That's how, like, slutty vegan who is from Baltimore, by the way, she started with a food truck. She started very small and now she has locations, plural. She had a deal with the Shake Shack. It's like, that's the thing. It can start, but you got to work at it. And believe me, if you build it, they will come. That's filled with dreams if y'all don't know. That's real. <laughs> so let's see. We're going... 
See, it's so funny. I'm going, I'm going to skip that. That's so funny. It's my outline. I'm saying I'm going to skip that. So mid-key. Floyd Mayweather refused to take a picture with a male fan because he's, his nails were painted. Mm. If I wasn't familiar with the man who has trouble with the words on the pages, I would say that's probably fake news. But the fact that Team Z has a video of this, I'm like, yeah, he probably did that shit. Like, okay. So Floyd don't really go out, but apparently he was in LA watching the Clippers take on the Grizzlies. Those are the shooty hoops teams, y'all. I don't watch the shooty hoops. I'm more of a football fan because their booties are nice. Mm, but mm -mm. Um, LeBron's thigh meets are just like, yum. Anyway, um, so... He's always, he's Floyd Mayweather, so there's no way he's not sitting courtside. Um, and when he does, he always, you know, it's like people that can have an autograph. Yeah, sure. So this time, ahem, the video's on TMZ. And a fan said, oh, can I take a, um, and it was a teenager, so it was a kid. In my mind, you're a kid if you're saying teenager. I know it's confusing to R. Kelly. It's not confusing to me. You're a child, okay? <laughs> um, so he told the child, you got painted nails. I don't take pictures with guys with no painted nails. He stated matter-of-factly before his security got in the face of the fan. Not the security. And I just... It's so... We're going to talk about Boosie later. But that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire life of someone literally like, oh, I don't want to take a picture of you. Your nails are painted. Oh, okay. So I don't know what that's going to do to that child because he's Floyd Mayweather. So he knows how to fight because, you know, well, we've seen. So, so I mean, but he, why is he, seen, I don't know. I feel like they, we need to put him in a different weight class because he can't. He can't beat up Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, no, uh, nobody. Mike can. Tyson. So like, Boosie, Mike you might want to cool Mike it. Let me Tyson. tell you something. Tyson. Tyson is in his fifties. He's to beat your ass. Like on. Like, and that's off rip. It's like, oh, why you? He's still iron Mike fucking Tyson. I'm still terrified. Um, terrified in a way that he's a heavyweight champion, and I remember watching that fight on pay per view of him ripping off a man's part of his ear. But Evander had that coming because he kept headbutting his ass, which is a leak. Okay. Nope. Stephanie, go. Nope. Stephanie, stuff it down because Tyson should have won that fight. Anyway, um, I'm not surprised by this by Floyd Mayweather because it's Floyd Mayweather. But also, I, I need I need masculinity not to be this fragile that you can't take a picture with a fan with painted nails. It's like, girl, what? so i feel very bad I, maybe that fan could go transgender themselves into a woman and he'd come back some a year no, later no so i don't even want him to do i don't want one that shouldn't be a gender thing and also floyd his hateful ass would probably still treat if that person now becomes a her would treat her like shit by calling her a heat so i don't need you to do that I'm like, I need you to stop I mean, we got, a good, we got a good surgeon out there. You know how many people haven't been fooled by? Um, you know how many people in Hollywood are transgenders? But that's a story for another day. I'm very woke. <laughs> are you? <laughs> I don't, 
The thing you, about you, this heard, is like, you heard the un, you heard of the underworld. The underworld. Hmm. I'm gonna tell you this one thing, and that's I'm just gonna say one thing, one thing, and then if you guys want to know more, come to my DMs and we'll debate about it. Hitler was actually in the underworld when the world, when the government pronounced him dead, but he really didn't die until like 25, 30 years later in the underworld. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on to the next story. No idea what that had anything to do with what I just talked about. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying like, you know, like about transgendering and stuff like that. What's trans? Uh, okay. So it's not transgender. Yeah. Not transgender, right? That's no, I'm saying like when Floyd is upset with the fact that or not upset, I guess he was upset. He didn't what want to. Take I'm sorry, what the I'm hell? Sorry, part time. Ah. So I'm city for my oh my degree. god, that's I was like, what the hell is that? Sorry, go ahead. I was like, we got another person online. I was like, uh, somebody, what somebody, from, somebody from the underworld. Hi, hi, underworld people. Listen, uh, but no, so I was saying that Floyd it doesn't want to take a fan, take a picture with a guy who has painted nails, right? But my thing is. I said it, maybe that fan could probably go and, you know, get a procedure done to make himself look like a woman or so, come back to Floyd maybe years or months later and then see if he can get that picture again. He'll probably do it. Like I said, man, it's, it's just this image, man. So, so there's several things. So the first thing is, I don't think you should change your gender identity to take a picture with Floyd Mayweather. No, I mean, I don't That's think you should either, either but I'm just saying, I, I bet if we did a, a case study, and if, I'm pretty sure if we did a case study where it was like, okay, let me see. He doesn't want to take it with me because I look like, you know, but let me go actually see if I can be a woman, you know, and everything else. I don't know. I feel like that's who he is. Like, for, and then on top of that, uh, like. I, I so, yeah, no. Yeah, no, we, no. Uh-uh. But what if somebody actually does do that and they come out with a report and then you're like, oh, Kendra talked about this years ago. And I'm like. I wouldn't because, no. Um, this is also a man who beats on women. So I don't think that matters. He does. Well, you, you got to. Re- oh, no. Yep. Did I go out? OK, you're, you're better okay. now. OK, cool, cool, cool. So, no, I was saying that I was saying that any man, in my opinion, who puts his hands on a woman who doesn't mind putting their hands on a woman is gay anyway. That's just what I believe. I like, think it, uh, yeah. What do you think about a man who puts his hands on a woman? What do you believe? Do you think about that? Who doesn't mind putting his hands on a woman? So that's someone who has a anger problem and has the issues with control. I don't think has anything to do with their sexual orientation because mm. the thing about it is is that domestic violence isn't just between two different genders it could be the same gender so that doesn't make sense too. to me so so i don't think it has anything to do with that someone who has no problem putting their hands on people they have anger issues they have control issues and they have power issues but it has nothing to do with their sexual orientation because there are men who are in relationship with other men and they beat on them too <laughs> so it's kind of like it and also for women and women so it's kind of like domestic violence is just really a person by person thing where it's really about anger and control mm-hmm. and it's like y'all have a problem <laughs> you know what and i've heard but i've heard this from other people as well and they say that they believe but i think this is like a good discussion you know could be hell like what do you believe you know because i've had gay guys tell me yeah that guy is gay i've had gay guys tell me this you know but you're you're a person like one of a few people who have told me different so i think it's all about perspective i think it is i think it's i think it's also um yeah because it's everybody's perspective because there's a lot of people who look at things a whole bunch of different ways 
And I think it's people having discussions about this where if it's not something that you identify with, you just sit around and listen. You're like, mm-hmm. whoa. So, cause if, especially if people have an identity that you don't have and they feel comfortable enough, especially folks that are LGBTQ plus comfortable enough to have these in-house conversations. So that's the thing. When black people talk about our issues in front of mixed company, we're having like, it is just us. It's in-house conversations. When you talk about, um, proximity crime or the plight of black trans women or things like that those are in-house conversations that we're like yeah we need to handle this in-house so that when people come to our house they don't see the little piles of dirt that we sweeping on the rugs so it's kind of like there's so many in-house conversations that need to happen um but if you are privy to being looking through the window of someone having an in-house conversation, it gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, and I, I think that's the sad part that people were like, we all came to sit and listen because it takes a lot of energy to not speak when you hear people talking, especially about things that it's like, may not even be an issue for you. You're like, I'm gonna just sit here and listen. You're like, you have anything? I absolutely don't. I think you should look, I, I think, I'm going to sit here and listen mm-hmm. because there's way too many stories. There's way too much frustration of people don't just let us talk because it's, they don't. Yeah. It's kind of like they just want to hear. So that's why I'm like, no, this, whoever this young man is, if they do identify as a young man, um, that would really fuck me up. If somebody who I literally enjoy and I'm a fan of, literally treating me like shit based on my nails it's like um that's so asinine and just ridiculous say that you were say that you were tired and you didn't want to take the picture don't make it about that because i'm pretty sure you could probably find a picture of him with people that he probably was uncomfortable with and he just still did it just say you didn't want to take the picture Mm -hmm. don't make this little boy feel like shit you know, I don't, I don't take no pictures with no painted nails. It's and like, people so- will still praise Floyd no matter what. And one thing I realized is that you can, if you are a celebrity, no matter the good or bad that you've done, people will still give you praise, you know, and nobody's Absolutely. going to cancel you. And to me, like, they'll cancel people like you. If you end up saying stuff like, you know, whatever on your podcast, oh, you're canceled, but nobody's going to cancel Floyd for, I didn't, I didn't even know that he put his hands on women. You were the one who told me that. Oh oh yeah. Oh honey. It's, let me say this. This is alleged y'all. I'm not trying to get sued, but yeah, allegedly it's out there and it's more than one person. And so that's, so, and, that's the thing, and women keep still having relations with this man. What are they trying to get? But I think it's also because for a lot of folks, they think I'm the exception to that rule. And it's like, oh, baby, <laughs> sometimes you want to go. And I think that's where I've gotten to in my age of just know, sweetheart, you're not the exception. A lot of people fool people by making it seem like they're the exception to their bullshit. Oh, no, I'm probably like a piece of shit and I cheat on everybody. Not you, though. Six months down the line, JK. <laughs> It's like you think like, oh, he's done all that, but I'm he's gonna treat me differently. He's not. He's telling you he's gonna treat you different. Or she's telling you she's gonna treat you different. They're not. Mm-hmm. Because one, 
He is Floyd Mayweather. He has millions of dollars. He literally could stay up in his house and do absolutely nothing. And he'd still be like a very, very rich person. What? And I think he has retired at this point. He doesn't need to change. Change for what? What is mm-hmm. what? What does he need to change for? Mm-hmm. His own daughter is facing charges, allegedly. That's his daughter. It's like, oh, baby. It's a little bit of nature and yeah, nature. and you know she's probably not even gonna go fit, go to jail for that. You, you she may that. not, but it's like the fact that you're still facing charges over assaulting or stabbing. I'm not exactly sure. Some your boyfriend, the girl that your boyfriend was fucking, is like, girl, that the calls coming from in the in the house. I'm sorry. Why are you? I, I was like, why are you stabbing her? Okay. All right. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna leave these children alone. Cause it's like, baby, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh yeah. We got a button Floyd Mayweather. Cause my God. Okay. So something we are not going to button is what happened to Talia Lowe. So a young woman went out to Lake Michigan with her friends late at night and she drowned. Mm -hmm. So when you hear that, it's like, oh my gosh, it's a tragic accident. However, her family is saying, I'm calling bullshit on this. And when I first heard about the story, I didn't hear about this part, but it also is because it was like, oh my God, the girl was only 18. That's all I thought. I'm like, "She's she's just a baby. She's just a baby. She had just left for college so i'm like "Ah, mm, that was a lot so here's the reason why they're just like that don't make no sense why would she do that she had partial paralysis on her left side meaning that she couldn't have swam because one of her she didn't she couldn't raise her arm past her chest Mm -hmm. which if you think that young woman's arms are not that long. So it's like, you're not raising it too long. So how did she get in the water? Hmm. Um, so this is from MLive, and this is from the grandmother's words. Before her granddaughter left for Grand Valley State University, Shelly McCurdy of Chicago said she told her to stay away from Lake Michigan. Sounds like Lake Lanier in Georgia, child. Um, Talia Lowe didn't really need the warning. She grew up in South Haven. She knew potential dangers. Partial paralysis on her left side kept her from raising her arm past her chest. Still, McCurdy thought it important to say she's told her she would have a broken heart if anything happened. She said, I'm not going around the water, Grandma. On Thursday, October 14th, Lowe drowned in Lake Michigan off Paramarquette Park Beach in Muskegon while other... GVSU student with other, it should be with, I was like, while with other GVSU students, I can't read. It was late around 10.45 p.m. and the water was rough with wind directions changing throughout the night, according to police. Witnesses reported a swimmer caught in a riptide. Lowe's body was found hours later. McCurdy and others are devastated. Lowe had such a promising future. She was smart and had a big heart, her grandmother said. If you ever see the sunrise, that was her beautiful 
Her death has set off a firestorm on social media with some family members and friends blaming her new college friends for the death. Some of the comments have appeared to be threatening. Nobody would have sent anyone death threats if there was not reason to believe that your family is hiding something, an angry Facebook post said. GVSU police have investigated reported threats. At this time, police have not identified any credible threat to the safety of any member of the GVSU community, the university told MLive in a statement. Some social media posts have been irresponsible and unsubstantiated, but they have not risen to the level of a criminal action. GVSU said that our campus resources are being used to support those in our community who are experiencing trauma and intense grief. Student affairs staff has been meeting with students and Talia's family and offering support. Officials said it is not unusual for people to have questions after a tragedy, but ask students and others to limit speculation and share information with Muskegon police. Muskegon police say the death investigation is open and active, but there's not evidence so far suggesting foul play. Police await autopsy findings, but think the death is likely a tragic accident. McCurdy says she would not jump to conclusions in her granddaughter's death. She has, has been in contact with Muskegon Police Captain Sean Bride, who is in charge of the investigation. I'm not pointing any fingers. Bride said the investigation is still ongoing. I don't deal with conjecture. I don't deal with Facebook. I deal with actual facts. Still, McCurdy said it doesn't make sense that her granddaughter would go into the water, especially in rough conditions. She was told that a visit to the Big Lake was on a friend's bucket list. She really has just one question. Why, what will prompt her to get in the water? Here's my question. I need to know. Her granddaughter, who graduated from South Haven High School in the spring, dreamed of attending GVSU. The start of her freshman year was the happiest moment of her life, her grandmother said. She remembered thinking, my little Talia is coming into her own. The loss is staggering. McCurdy said Lowe was born to McCurdy's daughter, Carlita McCurdy, who was fighting metastatic breast cancer while pregnant. The cancer was aggressive. Carlita McCurdy's refused treatment that refused treatment that could have extended her life but harmed her baby. She died before her daughter's second birthday. My daughter sacrificed her life, oh God, for her baby, Talia, her gift to us. She told me it was in her heart to make that decision. She just decided Talia was more important than her living. She says she was proud of her daughter and granddaughter. Both were always in her thoughts. I made sure she got to know her mom to never forget the amazing person she was. It is too much. She was overheard from many who cared about her granddaughter. It overwhelms her heart. We're running out of angels around here, McCurdy said. So, the, so here's the thing. I don't believe that story either that it's like, oh, she just drowned mistakenly. I'm like, exactly. I don't believe that. So apparently there is a very suspect GoFundMe that apparently... Um, Somebody else, one of her friends were trying to do. I think one of the girl's families were arguing with people online. Something about this don't seem right. And the bad part about it is, because I'm sitting here like, if you know 1045 at night, rough conditions, and you are not able to lift your arm past your chest, you're not jumping in the water. So the exactly so, I, I don't know what this is i really want them to get justice because this is just heartbreaking it's just it is heartbreaking. and if not then what 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 do you believe should happen if not like do you feel like we should riot for her what should we do to let them know we're not playing with you guys 
So the thing about, I think it's mostly because I did not see. So that's, I think the other thing is actually uh, more people talking about it. And I'm someone who I don't like trauma porn and trauma porn is the Sean Kings of, let's put the videos out. I'm like, I'm, I've disengaged from that mostly because that's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of black trauma and sometimes we need a rest, but the more people talking about this is going to get the light on it. This is coming off the heels of Gabby Petito. So it's kind of like, that's a tragic story and be, and it got solved really fast. This does not make sense to me at all. And it should be, we are talking about this. It should be on CNN. I don't think it's made it to CNN yet. I think it's local news and it's social media, which the blessing, that's the blessing and the curse of social media. Sometimes it's like stuff gets spread too fast on social media and also stuff gets spread fast on social media. Because sometimes people will see news on Twitter before they'll see it on television. But also we now live in a 24 seven news cycle. I'm old enough to remember when you only saw the news at six, seven, eight, and maybe 10 or 11 for a half an hour until the late night shows come on. Mm -hmm. I'm that old. When I remember that shows just come on at 1135. Yep, I'm that old y'all, I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm that old to remember. So it's like, I really hope it gets more eyes um, on it. I hope that gets more ears on it. And I hope people start investing because that, it doesn't sound right. Even if she was someone who had strength in both of her arms, it still wouldn't make sense to me. But it's even sniffing worse to me because they're like, wait a minute, she wouldn't be able to swim that strongly, especially late at night. And strong wind conditions and and choppy weather. What? I I can't. I I don't know. I don't. But that's just. That's just horrible. And I really hope because you lose her daughter and her granddaughter. It's like, I just want nice things for that grandmother. I really do. So my my definitely my thoughts and my heart and my prayers go out to her because that is just horrible. That's just a tragedy. Yes. So let's swim into high key. That's not not swim. Let's go into high key. I remember when Boosie Badass made music. I remember when I heard a certain song come on with the DJ, I couldn't wait to jump on the dance floor when I heard Wipe Me Down. Mm -hmm. I couldn't wait because that was my shit. Y'all, this song is 13 years old because it came out in 2007. But uh, that was my shit. I think it also has a couple remixes. For some odd reason, instead of making music, he has turned into, and mind you, he is younger than 36. I just want to say this. He's not that old. No, he's not younger than 36. That man's 38 years old. Wait. That man's about to be 40. Oh, God. Oh, that's no, 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 no. He's 39 years old. His birthday is in a couple of weeks. He's 39 years old. 
I'm sorry. I was thinking of Rodney the voice. Rodney is 36. He's like, I can't. That's oh, right. Oh I can't God. believe he's older than me. So yeah, he's gonna be turning 39 because I'm sorry, he's a year younger than me. But he's older than Rodney. And that was, I'm sorry, I was listening to Rodney's voice. He's like, I cannot believe he's older than me. But I think he thought he was younger than him. Boosie Badass. He has stopped making the music. He is now going around being a hateful ass, soon to be 39 year old man. Because he is upset that a young man who literally lives his life out loud is successful. You are literally upset that not only is Little Nas X past being a one-hit wonder, his latest, his first, his debut album is actually good and is actually selling and it is actually streaming. And he is a whole ass gay man living out loud instead of living in a closet. He is not living his life in the shadows. And that is bothering people like Boosie Badass. He's not alone. He is not a unicorn. So Boosie has been saying stuff quite some time. And for the most part, little Nas X don't not, she don't, he don't answer. He just don't. Because it's like he kind of takes it in stride in a way that is wise beyond his ears. I'm impressed because there's a lot of people who would not be, would not be handling it this way. They just won't. Mm-hmm. So on a recent live, and mind you, this happened so quickly because he responded within less than a half an hour of the clip of Little Nas X's live. So he did a live and Little Nas X, who Boosie has been making comments about him for literal months. And they're like, what do you think about his comments? Little Nas like, yeah, I don't really pay it any attention because I'm sorry, you guys. Little Nas X used to be a barb and he used to be an internet troll. Y'all not going to out troll him. And I'm like, it's just hilarious whenever I think about it so little Nas X said on his live that he joked that a song with him and Boosie is on the way now he made a joke and said the song's away he didn't say fuck Boosie badass fuck that nigga he ain't say none of that mm-hmm. Boosie badass decided to tweet out stop trolling me and he called him the f word you a whole bitch playing with a gangster smh you can keep sucking dick getting fucked in your ass mm. peace and hashtag you hate yourself i would too if i was you nas x if you hashtag commit suicide you would do this world a huge favor nobody wants you here mm. Come now, on, he said all that now he did not take this down but twitter did because people reported it so here was the other thing before it was taken down not only did he tweet that out he retweeted his own self Mm-mm-mm. and i'm sitting here everybody's like before it was like, oh no, he's fine. It's, you know, Boosie's Boosie. It was fine for this man 
who literally said in his own life, this is not an allegation, he fucking said it out of his mouth, that he paid a sex worker to to literally sexually assault his child because the child was under 16. So that is statutory rape, everyone. Him, his son, and his nephew. He paid a sex worker. And so this is what gets me about that. Why y'all defending somebody who has no problem having his son sexually assaulted? He is not the Duke of decorum or morality. Because he said it very proudly. No, that's right. That's what I did. He's a child. What are y'all doing? That is gross and that is disgusting. So there's that. That bothers me. That this is who y'all want to do. So it was taken down from Twitter. He did not take it down. Um, He also, (laughs) I'm surprised he still, um, I think they may have um, taken his account down. Wait, nope, it's still there. Um, Cause after the Twitter, the tweet was taken down, his account is still there. He said, if y'all think the world, whole world hate me, y'all trip and I have international love and respect for how I am and what I stand for. And never forget, there's a ghetto in every city, state, country, et cetera, who rock with Boosie for real, for real. Well. So he's an unapologetic extreme. So here's the thing. When we talk about um, people who are homophobic and just hateful, they're like, oh no, it's gotta be this. What he just did is very homophobic and y'all can't argue against that. Because mm-hmm. you're very- looking for loopholes. Baby, no, this is, what, this is what a homophobe looks like. It's boosy badass. Literally, you have been saying stuff about little nonsense and he's been leaving your not handsome ass. He's been leaving your not handsome ass alone. <laughs> He been leaving you alone, and he joked, "We gonna get it." Because I think when it came to Lil Nas X's album, people were like, "You don't have any male rappers." He's like, "I am a male rapper," but then again, you do realize they're not going to do that. They're not going to hop on no album. They're not going to hop on no song like that. And I'm like, "And y'all really should," because y'all really should listen to his album. It's actually really good. And it's like. Y'all really should, because I think his music is great. And the thing about it is, is that I'm old enough to remember when (sighs) that used to be a thing of you would never see an out gay man be a hip hop artist ever. You're like, nope, it's never going to happen. And to see him actually do it, I'm like, I'm pleasantly surprised. But (sighs) Boosie is dangerous and people who big him up are dangerous too. That's a problem. Because I'm sorry, Boosie needs some help. Because now, before it was like, I think he on that. I'm like, I don't know what happened. He needs some issues. I'm like, mm. Before it was like, don't just say because he's violently homophobic, he might be gay. And now people are going, eh, it might be some truth to that. I just think he's a hateful piece of shit. Mm. I don't need to, I don't care what his sexual orientation is. I really don't want him having any relations with any human being at this point. I don't give it a goddamn. And I'm very much a person who will like, I would, I do not wish queer kids on a person like that because it seems like they will be extremely violent towards them. And this is not my so-called life. I don't need like a queer kid living in his home and being terrorized by that kind of person because I can almost picture it. I'm like, nope, I do not wish 
anything on something. I do not wish for queer kids, for homophobic people, or daughters for misogynists. No, absolutely not. Please do not harm these children. He's like, please don't. I, I just, it's just sad when I think about it. And mind you, little nausea. <laughs> For me, it's like people are going like, what the hell is going on? And I think for a few um, people who are tweeting about it, they're like, this is a little triggering because if you think he's bold enough to tweet that shit, see, that's the thing. Boosie bold enough to say that to somebody's face. That's the part about him that's very mm-hmm. dangerous. He's not just going to tweet it and just leave it alone. He looked like literally, if he in the same place with Lil Nas X, he may try to hurt him, which is honestly super weird. Like, you don't even know this boy. You don't know this young man. He literally be minding his black ass queer business and y'all can't just leave him the fuck alone. I don't understand why. Like, I'm sorry. What is he doing that literally is bothering you? So after the tweet with Boosie, Lil Nas X tweeted out, I am truly saddened. I have never been so mortified in my life. I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire October. Hmm. The emotional mature, mind you, this is like hilariously funny and it's kind of like you're going to brush it off. The amount of hilarious that is that you thought, like Little Nas is like, I'm here for a good time. I'm here to make music and have fun. I am making money and doing my music and having fun. And you are being a hateful piece of shit because you got kicked off Instagram because you wanted to put pussy lips on your Instagram live, sir, what? And now you're mad that people are not buying your um movie. We don't want to watch it. And now the fact that you have been saying shit about him when I'm sorry, if he was a violent nigga like you think he is, he'd be like, you can see me. Because we've seen that too. Mm-hmm. I just leave Lil Nas X alone. It's like, Boosie, can you go make some music? No one is stopping you from making music. And he's not going to apologize. And I honestly don't want it because I know it'll be some PR shit. They're like, his PR person, he really doesn't seem like he has one, guys. I, I hate to break he it. As far as he don't have, he don't have a publicist. There's no way in hell somebody is literally, you got someone on payroll and they're like, girl, what the hell you doing? I don't, I'm sorry, but, and I don't know, maybe just in my older age, but for you, it's like, I'm saying, I don't know why I'm emphasizing you. I'm sorry about that. And it's, since you are, you are a little bit younger than me and you're seeing this because did you think you would ever see like an out and proud hip hop artist? The brat just came out a few years ago and we've been, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, we're like, yeah, we kind of know. And she just came out because she didn't feel comfortable. The brat. Mm. Or the brat, I'm sorry. Shantae. Come on, Shantae. Shantae got a woman at home. Come on, big booty Judy. It's fake. I love it. I love it. Um, the, now, you're answering your question. Do I feel... That, that I, I mean here this is one thing i learned right i remember i was 14 years old and i remember seeing a transgender man or woman on television saying that uh yeah it was a tra- it was a man a transgender woman 
I guess. I don't know. Well, he was okay. He initially he was born a man originally, and he came on TV. It was on like the news, and said he said, "Um, I'm having a baby," and he was like, you know, with him and his spouse. And I just remember watching this with my mom, and my mom's a prayer warrior, so I think she started speaking in tongues after that. Are you talking about and, the trans man who was pregnant? Yes. So trans woman. Well, ba- okay. Basically, no, it's a trans man because his gender identity was male, but he still had his female reproductive. Yeah, I think I know because I think this, I think this man went on Oprah as well. Possibly. Yeah, I think we're talking yeah. about the same. So yeah, like, he looked like he was man. Asian or something. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. We're talking about the same person. I remember. Yeah, so that's a that. trans man. Yeah. So it's a man. When I when man. I was fourteen, I remember seeing that show. Talked to my mom about it, mm-hmm. and she just was like saying certain things i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna repeat that because i don't need you guys coming after my mother even though i don't place her out there on the web for a reason so i just remember seeing that and i'm like hmm okay this might get go this not saying it won't go worse but like in my 14 year old brain i was like again guys i was 14 at the time so do not hold what I say at the time accountable for now because, you know, people will try to dr- dr- uh, dig up old tweets and old podcasts that you did and everything else. But my 14-year-old self was thinking, like, I don't like how the world is how the world is right now. I want the world to end. This is bad. So, like I said, I just, I felt like at that time it was probably going to get worse, but I didn't know how worse it was going to get. Now, we have other artists out there the white more so white people who will come out and say hey they're gay and stuff like that but as far as with black folks i mean it's a lot of men like even with this darius mccrary and sydney star situation like at least he's out there and proud to say hey i like transgender you know women but at the same time why is he the only one doing it how come nobody else is going to actually come out you remember when ll cool j was 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 with that uh transgender uh woman and eddie murphy and teddy Pendergrass when he got into the car accident that was a transgender in the car you remember that a trans woman yeah so why so that's my that's what i'm saying why why aren't these other entertainers doing that why are they not coming out and saying hey this is this is what i like like you shouldn't if you're ashamed of something you shouldn't be doing it right so the thing and i think it's mostly because and this is based on what i've (laughs) i've heard from other trans activists say or people who do podcasts so for folks who I'm talking about, I am talking about Aeon and the Lioness from box number 512. I'm talking about Diamond and Mia Mix and Z from Marsha's Plate, who are talking about their trans experiences. It is because for a lot of us, we don't have, we don't know how to differentiate between gender identity and sexual orientation. Gender identity is who I see myself as, as sexual preference is who I want to go to bed with. There are two different things. Hence why um, a trans woman, that's their gender identity, gen- their gender identity is female, but they're still attracted to women because that's their sexual orientation. Before they transitioned, they were attracted to women. It hasn't changed. Or they're attracted to men. It hasn't changed because their sexual orientation hasn't changed how they see themselves have changed so for a lot of people they're like oh if i um enjoy trans women which by the way it is because they're presenting themselves as women 
That has nothing. So again, it fits into your sexual orientation because you are attracted to women. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like, so when you hear trans, the, the term trans attracted, it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like, I don't know why we're doing all of this because if they're identifying as a woman, you shouldn't have an issue because you like women. But for a lot of folks, it's like, they don't have that mindset. So they think, oh, if I'm with a trans woman, that makes me gay. I'm like, no, because that person you are attracted to identifies as a woman. So it fits inside your parameter of your sexual preference. Mm -hmm. And that's how it should be, but that's not how it, that's the ideal resolution, but obviously it's not. Hence why trans women, if they are murdered, it's usually by a cis straight man who are literally like, like a lot of states, they're trying to get rid of these laws called the trans panic defense, which is hilarious because a lot of people are like, they're being tricked. I'm like, so what if I tell you they're not being tricked? What if I tell you about a trans woman who was on plenty of fish and was talking to a man and said, I am a trans woman. And they said, no problem. That's cool. They meet up, they have sex. Said man stabs her 110 times. And wanted to say, oh, I didn't know. That's not possible because thankfully she survived and she had the screenshot. She flat out told him before they met up what was going on, which quite, and also I would recommend, Netflix is a hot topic, but I would recommend watching the documentary Disclosure. It's eye-opening, quite frankly, but it shouldn't take eye-opening to just go leave people alone. People need to stop. It's like people just need to stop because it's like, or you could just mind your business and leave them alone. If you can't get your head out of your ass when it comes to gender identity and sexual orientation, please do not come and fuck up anybody's life. Don't take somebody's child, friend, mother, sister, brother, cousin, godparent because you can't get your head out of your ass leave them alone or like choke i don't give a goddamn it's like it's at this point where it's just sad at this point that as many trans people have been so open they have written books they have done panels they have done youtube pages they have done podcasts where they are still doing trans 101 literally the same thing for years because they got to repeat it because it's like oh I just don't understand and I just don't know like it's not that you don't know you don't want to you want to blame and it's like oh baby it's not we're past blame we're past trans 101 baby we are at trans 102 we are trans 103 we're at trans 201 because now we're at the point like please just leave them alone because because you, you can't control your anger because you got something going on with you because that's what's going on with Boosie. It's like, baby, what is going on with you? Because it's like, people are like, it may be his sexual orientation. I'm like, I don't know. But what I do know is that it is bothering y'all straight asses that make the hippity hops and spit the hot 16s that this man is not hiding himself and he's doing better than your ass where you got to live off swipe ups on Instagram. And he don't, he can actually live himself out loud. And he's a little bit more mature that you were at his age that he don't got to hide because you are uncomfortable. Bitch, die mad. Mm -hmm. I cannot, it was like, 
I'm so sorry. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what that would do to me because one, Boosie is not just going to keep it to Twitter. He's not. It's like, that's the bad part. And he's not going to apologize for it either because one, he don't think he did anything wrong. He doesn't care. So I hope that little Nas X gets himself a nice little restraining order because this is what's going to happen. <clears throat> Just like Megan Thee Stallion, I'm going to get a restraining order. You can't come nowhere near me. Well, guess what? You don't get to come places because I'm there. I'm going to limit you since you can't keep your Twitter fingers silent and your mouth silent. Now we're really going to play because now he's at a place where I, you, I play if you want to. Mm-hmm. And that is just sad. It's like, Boosie, you could just make music. I swear nobody is stopping you. Please just make music. Please live, live, leave little Nas X alone. And instead of you shitting on him, why don't you congratulate the fact that that boy is making music. He is keeping hip hop alive because when the last time you made a fucking song? Please let me know. That's true. I'm just like, it's it's okay to just leave her the hell alone. I swear it is. It is. It really is. Please. So our last story. So Dave Chappelle, I can honestly say, It's one of the best comedic storytellers I've ever seen. He is so good at telling stories. He is very, very funny. He kind of always has been. Chappelle's show is one of those things, one, because I'm old enough to remember when I watched it live on Comedy Central, where all the cussing was dubbed out, but then you bought the DVDs and all the cussing was back in. Because of course, it's on Comedy Central, so they couldn't say it. But that's why my brother really wanted the DVDs is because it wasn't um, it wasn't bleeped out. It wasn't censored. It was uncensored on the DVDs. Great. You got more interviews. You got <sighs> Dave Chappelle really should have stayed where the fuck he was at. Mm-hmm. Because I was also someone who wanted him to come back because I, I enjoyed Dave Chappelle. I really did. He is one of, literally one of the funniest comedians. He is, he can tell a story and make that shit funny. But what has not been funny is literally you can't let this mouse go that folks said, hey, this joke that you told wasn't funny. No matter your white trans friend who told you it was. Baby, you didn't have to do this. I'm like, and the bad part about it he's now talking about cancel culture so he so for everybody who doesn't know he has a five minute um igtv video on his ig that he doesn't really he doesn't he is not somebody who posts a lot on social media he called people on twitter weirdos that's not real life like wait what and now he's putting out short as a five minute video i guess from one of his stops because by the way he's also on tour you guys he's on tour um where he is talking about cancel culture as he is sitting on his tour 
he's on tour in November. I think for the most part, that tour is, if not sold out, is damn near close to it. You were sitting here talking about cancel culture while you are drinking what I am almost sure is one of top shelf whiskey because he looks like a whiskey drinker. I love that because I love a good whiskey. While you're sitting in a room, not being canceled. Cancel culture is weird because it came from queer culture because canceling is subjective. Canceling is not what we think it is. It's like, look, it's canceled. I don't, I don't deal with that person. It's very subjective. No matter what everybody else is doing around you, that's what it is. Then it became when it was somebody who was extremely problematic to us. It's like, no, cancel that. Like, this is not, we are not telling, it's like telling G-Money to cancel that bitch. One bitch, just one. Cancel this bitch. One person, okay? If y'all don't know, that's from New Jack City. Seriously, Miss Hawkins. I'm sorry, I love Wesley Snipes. That's a whole nother different discussion. Dave Chappelle is not canceled. Dave Chappelle doesn't have a reason to be canceled. Um, saying you have no reason to be canceled. Dave Chappelle doesn't need to be canceled. There's nothing to cancel him about. What needs to be canceled is for you to get your head out of your ass. So for everybody who doesn't know, because I found this video when I talked to Jay about the special. <clears throat> after David came back from his hiatus after leaving Chappelle's show, he hadn't really talked about what happened. He told Oprah he was working a sketch and one of the white employees on the set was laughing in a way that made him uncomfortable. He only mentioned one person. I'm going to keep saying that, one person. And he said, I didn't want to let black people down by putting out that sketch and letting white people think it's okay to laugh the way that he laughed. Mm -hmm. One person was the catalyst of going like, fuck this, I'm out, right? When he came back his first time, sticks and stones, and he made a few jokes, they're like, this shit is like, whoa, what are you doing? Because mind you, Chappelle's been gone a long ass time. I know there's other shit he could talk about. Oh, there's tons of shit he could talk about. He didn't. Um, for some odd reason, he found one thing and carried that through four more specials. And I'm sitting here like, you're better than this. You didn't make, and this latest the closer, I'm sorry. He didn't make fun of like the insurrectionists from January 6th. He didn't make fun of these people rallying against the mask mandates. He didn't make, and he's not making fun of things that you would think somebody of his caliber could do. No, you held on to this because you listened and to all the positive people like, oh my God, I can't believe Chappelle is back. You were focused on those few people said, this shit is not funny and it actually hurts my feelings. Because he's like, why can't I make these jokes? Forgetting one thing. There may be some black LGBTQ plus people who are your fucking fans. You're forgetting that part. They're like, hey, hi. So 
I know I'm LGBTQ plus, but I'm also black too. What the fuck? It became like, oh no, it's not. So now you're sitting here talking about I'm being canceled. You're not. Um, because this is coming after the whole walkout from Netflix employees. So I would give him a little bit more rope if this was the first one. This is the fourth or fifth one. Sweetheart, they had enough. Mind you, this is his last one. Not saying Netflix would go like, I know we said maybe, for, how about two more? That could actually be on the table. And the thing about it is people would watch that shit. I don't blame them. They would watch it. It's Dave Chappelle. It's kind of like you go, Dave, you're better than this. It's kind of like, it's just disappointing, especially a fan. It's disappointing. It's like, come on, Dave. There's so much stuff that you can be making fun of instead of TERFs and trans folks. And how dare y'all not 100% think I'm funny. It's a good 90% of the people who think you're funny. That's a passing grade in my mind, but what do I know? It's kind of like you're focusing on the negative instead of all of the overwhelming positive or just like people who will go to bat for you. They literally are putting their coat over the puddles of people who are saying, this is very hurtful to me so you can walk across them, which is super weird whenever I think about it. So in this five minutes, Dave said, I don't know why they said I didn't say yes to them. Um, it seemed like I'm the only person who can't come in the building, which, what are you talking? Sir, you got $20 million per special. Them checks have cleared. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I'm like, honey, this, I'm so confused. So he said, I want everyone in this audience to know that even though the media frames it, that it's me versus that community, mm -hmm. that's not what it is. Do not blame the LGBTQ community for any of this. It's about corporate interests and what I can say and what I cannot say. For the record, and I need you to know this, everyone I know from that community has been loving and supportive, so I don't know what this nonsense is about. <sighs> this film that I made was invited. Okay. Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. This film that I made was invited to every film festival in the United States. Some of those invitations I accepted. When the, this controversy came out about The Closer, they began disinviting me from these film festivals. And now today, not a film company, not a movie studio, not a film festival. Nobody will touch this film. Excuse me. Thank God for Ted Sarandos and Netflix. He's the only one that didn't cancel me yet. So he said in this five minutes that he said, I would meet with, he said, I would meet with the transgender community and I'm, I'm sorry, the trans community, which I don't know what that means. <clears throat> Excuse me. If they have watched the whole special, if he can pick the place and he can pick the time. Hmm. It doesn't sound like you really want to have a conversation you're saying, y'all got to watch my special. I get to say when it happens and where it happens. Yeah, so I would not accept that. So I'm going to bring this up again. He said one person was the catalyst. Well, I'm saying it's the catalyst for him leaving his show. Him making these jokes that people have said after the first, first special was hurtful. He is using the one white 
trans woman who said that these jokes were okay. So you had one white person who like was the catalyst of you leaving. And now you're using that, you're using another white person on a catalyst for you staying. Why is it you're using one person, but all of these black trans women and men are coming out saying, hey, Dave, please stop this. We're your fan. Please stop this. You're like, fuck them. How? Come on, David, please don't do this. Please stop. Because he also mentioned, I guess it was, he also wanted to say, and I can't remember the person. It was one, oh, I'm sorry. The other thing is he said, oh, sorry, let me read the whole quote. I'm not bending to anyone's demands. And if you want to meet with me, I'm more than willing to, but I have some conditions. First of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing at a time of my choosing. And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gadsby is not funny. I guess that's supposed to be the punchline that you're literally saying that this trans woman is not funny. She's a white trans woman. I will say that. I don't know who she is. I honestly don't care. But all of this is like, why? Baby, this this is not what needs to happen. You're Dave Chappelle. This is beneath you. At least I thought it was. I really did. I was like, I don't, Dave, you can do better, sweetheart. You really can. Baby, don't do this. And so there are a lot of folks like, oh, canceling you, tell him what he can't say. Y'all need to take a joke. Michael Richards was at a comedy club. He was being heckled by some black men. He started screaming, nigga, 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 nigga. <clears throat> and his appearances dried up very, very quickly. Because no, you can't do this. A young man who had worked very hard to get on SNL was introduced as a new cast member. People found out that he is very hateful against Asian folks. He refused to apologize. Grand opening, grand closing on Saturday Night Live. I always go back to Cat Williams talking about the out of bounds when it comes to things. Of course, everybody thinks they're gonna make the shot if there was no out of bounds. The speed limit is there for a reason. The out of bounds is there for a reason. There is a reason why there's a line. And if you wanna go over the line, you can go do it. You just don't want the consequences of what that looks like. And quite frankly, Dave, there are no consequences. Baby, you still got paid. You are about to go on a sold out comedy tour and people still wanna talk to your ass. You are not canceled, honey. You are not canceled even in nowhere near the world. The person that I, in recent memory that have been canceled was Chrisette Michelle. In 2017, she sung at a dinner that Donald Trump wasn't even at. He didn't come to that party. She got canceled. She lost gigs. People were like threatening her, all of that shit. Kanye West said in that man's presence and broke bread with him several different times. He wasn't canceled. He still kind of isn't. That's the funny part. Slavery was a choice. You sat down with Donald Trump. You say God awful things all the time. 
still though i love kanye i'm not going to cancel him because that's the thing nobody ever gets collectively canceled you can say you don't fuck with somebody i said fuck r kelly in 2001 2001 2002 when he had that bet um see this is how old i am yep kendra you're how old i am i remember me and one of my really good friends we stayed up late because bet used to have a new show and he i think it was ed gordon who got the um interview with r kelly after the allegations came out mm-hmm. he asked him the same question 17 different times and r kelly was like we all got a pass and with me and my friend because we shared um a suite so we shared a bathroom so we had a suite of um because we lived on campus and we both were screaming that's not what he said and at that moment i was like i'm kind of done with r kelly now i didn't use the word cancel i'm like yeah i, I don't fuck with r kelly and that's wild because Chocolate Factory, Step in the Name of Love, all that shit. I was like, yeah, I'm good. No. I literally, I'm like, and I don't throw music away. I threw his shit right on out. I was like, I'm good. I can't do R. Kelly. I can't. But again, subjective. That is just Stephanie. People are now catching on and that's fine. I'm like, that's fine. Because one, you got to do it at your own speed. No one can tell you to cancel somebody. I'm like, do it if you want. If you, you don't have to cancel Dave Chappelle if you don't want to. You can put him where I put a few people. Problematic faves. They're problematic. It's okay to call them problematic. I'm like, I still like his shit. Sure, go right ahead. If you recognize they're problematic, I don't think there's an issue. At least that's for me. And again, that's a subjective point of view. But Dave Chappelle, you don't have to do this. You are not canceled. This is not freedom of speech because guess what, folks? That door swings both ways. So if a white man starts getting on television Someone as big as Dave Chappelle. Oh, I don't know. Jerry Seinfeld. He's never going to do this because guess what? He did Seinfeld with Michael Richards. He knows better. He ain't saying shit about Michael Richards. You want to know why? Because he's not stupid. He's like, I ain't touching that. I'm not touching that. He knew better. But if someone of Dave Dave Chappelle's caliber, because I think he's also doing something with Joe Rogan, which everybody's like, oh, girl, mm, no. Got on stage and was making nigger jokes. Lit. And you're like, oh no, that's can we need to cancel him. No, because y'all said it's comedy. You shouldn't be so sensitive. Free speech. Please know that door swings both ways. And that is going to be a problem. Because all you need is some big name white person to lose their mind and become super racist. You're going to see people not keep that same energy. I don't want Dave Chappelle canceled. I am disappointed. I need him to go have a, I need him to go take a nap. Go drink some water, go take a nap. You're being weird about this. And I beg y'all, please stop bringing up George Carlin. He would not be okay with this if y'all keep looking at this video that keeps being circulated because y'all keep bringing him up. It's like, yeah, so a comedy giant knows that you don't punch down. And I'm sorry, baby, you punching down. You really are. Because the thing about it, because of proximity, you're punching down on your people. If we're talking about blackness, anti-blackness is in every community, including our own, which is sad. But also all those phobias and isms, it hits black people too. Xenophobia, it hits black people. Anti-Semitism, it hits black people. Sexism hits black people. Homophobia, transphobia, that hits us too. It's like, if you don't care about white people in those communities, I'm not going to tell you to do so. But please know, 
the black people in those communities are catching strays. And that's what it is. It's like, baby, just stay in the inbounds. There's so much that you could have made fun of because I'm sorry, it's hilariously wild that he did not make fun of those January 6th insurrectionists. You didn't even crack one joke about this. There's stuff that you have, you did not really make a whole bunch of jokes about Trump outside of Saturday Night Live. You didn't make no Ted Cruz jokes. You have not made any jokes about some of the really, the shit that has been going on, but you got space for LGBTQ folks. Come on, Dave, do better, baby. And this is not it. And I'm just, I'm just disappointed. So have you ever seen Delirious? I still have not. So I will say, watch it. The first 10 minutes now are cringe. However, Delirious is amazing. 15 years after that, he was doing Beverly Hills Cop and promoting it. They were protesting it. Now this is pre-social media. They were protesting it. He was at, I believe it was David Letterman. He apologized then. Now, a couple of years ago, he also apologized again and said, I would never make those jokes again. I was a dumbass kid. I would never make those jokes. I'm grown. I'm an adult. I think Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy are around the same age. It's like, baby, you got to grow up. It's like, come on. Eddie Murphy was doing that in his 20s. I think he was 21, 21, 23, something like that. Come on, baby, do better. Dave, it's okay to grow up because he's funny and he's a great storyteller. I just, I just want more. And there's a lot of people that are disappointed because T.S. Madison is hilarious because she just said, I'm not going to watch it. People were mad that she said that. It's like, but then people were talking about, if you don't like it, don't watch it. That's what T.S. Madison said. And y'all said, how dare she say that? She's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not watching it. I'm not telling y'all not to watch it. I'm just saying I'm not watching it. That's it. But y'all didn't want her to say that. And it's just super weird. I'm sorry. I am ranting and raving. But I'm just sad about this because this is just sad. It's just sad to me. I'm sorry. I'm wait, I'm acting like this clubhouse. This is Stephanie and I'm done speaking. <laughs> speaking this is not clubhouse i'm talking to kendra it's okay go, go ahead get it all out <laughs> I feel, see i just mm, just said but yeah that's all i have i am done speaking on that i just want nice things please y'all i'm not saying cancel deja pill because i'm like i don't feel that way at all i just i can be disappointed and sometimes your faves disappoint you. It doesn't stop them from being your faves. It's just, they're disappointing. But they make it to a place where they're done being your faves. And that's just it. Mm-hmm. So y'all, I didn't mean to keep Kendra this long. But before we go, I like that you slid in my DMs in a non-flirty way. 
to come to the Mocha Men's Podcast. <laughs> I want you, so before we get out of here, please let everybody know how they can find one, your show, two, and you. And thank you for also talking about those horrible ass lighters that I can never do because I'm like, I feel like I'm the dumb one that I can't do it. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's like, fuck these lighters. So you guys can find me at uh, on Instagram, the Kendra Crump Show. So the is in the K-Y-N as in Nancy, D-R-A. C-R-U-M as the Mary Pete and Paul Show. Not with no money, so I'm not no fake ass ASAP Rocky. S-H-O-W. <laughs> Say fake ass ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I'm sorry. My girl. YouTube is Kendra Crump. K-Y-N-D-R-A-C-R-U-M-P. Please put a space between Kendra and Crump because a lot of y'all's wheels on y'all's bus don't go round and round. And my podcast is called The Kendra Crump Show. Um, Comes out on Friday nights. It's Mm -hmm. audio only. Make sure you guys just subscribe to one of those. If you're not going to follow me on Instagram, follow me on YouTube. If you don't care for YouTube, follow me on my podcast so I can get an extra subscriber. You know, it's, it's lit. It's Liddy. So you are a Friday. Oh, I love it. A Friday night podcast. See, that's the thing. That's something to do on Friday night. That's that's lovely. So I appreciate you, Kendra. Thank you so much for being here. So guys, this is the Mocha Menace podcast. Please find Kendra. Please follow her on YouTube. Follow her on Instagram. Um, just know that those lighters are horrible. Okay. Get you a long one. They're a dollar. I'm sorry. Or get you a, a rechargeable one that like I'm addicted to. I'm just saying I love them so much. But guys, this has been a Mocha Medicine Podcast. I will be back next week. Bye. Without, without uh, judgment and repercussion from cancel culture. Or if you or ask all of culture. the people that didn't make it to the NBA, if you ask them if we just lowered the goal down another foot. They all tell you they make it. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes the out of bounds, but the out of bounds got to be there or you'll run up in the stands. Right. Mm. So some of these things are for the benefit of everything. Nobody likes the speed limit, but it's necessary. Nobody likes the shoulder of the road, but it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. My, my point is, um, a weren't all that extremely funny back when they could say whatever they wanted to say. (laughs) At the end of the day, there's no cancel culture. Cancellation doesn't have its own culture. That was people of color. That was us policing our own culture. That was people without a voice being trashed by people just because they had a bigger name than them and more money than them and a better office than them they could sweep them up under the rug like they didn't matter i don't know what people we think got canceled that we wish we had back i don't even know who though who are they Mm. it's done for the reasons it's done for and it helped who it helped um if all that's going to happen is we have to be more sensitive in the way that we talk isn't that what we want anyway I'm saying your job as a comedian is to please the most amount of people with your art. So 
if you want to offend somebody, nobody took those words away from you. Mm-hmm. Dirty bitch ain't been taken away. You can say that, but <laughs> don't call somebody this word when you know this affects all of these people. Don't use the R word when you really mean people on the spectrum. Don't mm-hmm. don't say yeah. this word instead of saying autistic. Don't say this word instead of saying little people. Look, if these are the confines that keep you from doing the craft God put you to, then Them's it probably real. ain't for you. Your talent That's all. Uh, 